Welcome to another episode of the Splitting Hairs Podcast, presented by Jackrabbit Illustrated. In this episode, the B-Team recaps the UNI game in Cedar Falls and talks about the final home game, a senior day bout with Illinois State. Splitting Hairs Podcasts are all presented by Drake's Place, Cottonwood Coffee, and they're also sponsored by Dakota Iron Equipment, Shenanigans Pub, and Culver's of Brookings and Watertown. Now here's your hosts, Ben and Brendan. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the B-Team Podcast, uh, brought to you by Jackrabbit Illustrated, a part of the FCS Fans Nation podcasting network. Uh, We are brought to you by our title sponsors of Cottonwood Coffee and Bistro in Brookings, South Dakota. Look for their uh, coffee in all your Minnesota Walmarts, as well as their um, Bistro in Brookings for great breakfast. You can also go online and get their coffee products. Use uh, coupon code JI22 for 10% off at checkout. And some restrictions do reply. And then our other title sponsor, Drake's Place in Bottle, South Dakota. Um, if you happen to be out pheasant hunting in the north central part of the state, be sure to stop by uh, Drake's Place in order to get you some good food, pick up some off-sale liquor, fill up on fuel, the sea store, the whole works, pizza, uh, make sure to stop by. The food is phenomenal. Um, but apparently we're not keeping Ben in timeout like we planned on. <laughs> hey, uh, Brendan, <laughs> guess what I had for supper tonight? Uh, did you have, um, Drake's Place pizza? I did, and it was fantastic. Thank That's you. That's fantastic. It was a supreme. It was the third and last pizza that I got from yes. Drake's place. I had a Reuben. It was great. I had a cheeseburger. It was excellent. And then this supreme pizza was excellent Ooh. as well. I love the crust on it. The crust was phenomenal. It's the like crust super is buttery. Yeah. I love it. It is fantastic. Absolutely cannot recommend it enough. Legitimately the best pizza I've ever had. Like I love that stuff. Um, but anyways, uh, thanks for hanging in there after we had some scheduling changes and quirks and things like that. And then (laughs) I had to make a last second run to get some chocolate milk tonight. So managed to get my hands on some, I got the little baby quart gallons so I could pretend that like I'm a giant human being with a gallon of milk, but otherwise, Ben, you were coming back from West somewhere, right? North and West. Yeah. Bismarck, North Dakota. I screwed Bismarck. up. Bismarck, uh, I'm so I just, sorry. You know, when you're talking about Drake Place, I literally, I could have, I, I yeah, drove you the wrong drove route right way back. I could have stopped. I know. I went, I went through Eureka instead for some reason. But oh um, Jesus Christ, it dude. was pretty. God. You were so close. I'm sorry. Oh my God. You had two strikes, Robert. I'm sorry. Started. I apologize Cooking. for his lack of geographical knowledge in the state of South Dakota. Pretty sure Dustin knows it, where Bowden is. Also, in my defense, it was getting pretty nasty up there. That's why I left early, and we weren't going to do the pod tonight. Okay. But now we're doing it because I'm back early. Yes. Uh, it's pretty much it's a it's a blizzard, nasty blizzard up there right now. So I'm glad I'm mm-hmm. back here. Yeah, they're getting also like it's Bismarck, so nobody wants to stay there other than they need to. No, oh, there's not no redeeming qualities there. Exactly. That is exactly no. it. There's no redeeming qualities about Bismarck. But I could have gave you a great place to eat and in Bismarck, but um we'll talk about that offline because they don't pay us to talk about that. Um <laughs> it's <laughs> Uh, anyways, so yeah, we're here. We made it. Um, 
Thunder, sleet, and a little hail here in central South Dakota, says Jim. Yeah, I saw it's supposed to get a little slick out there. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, the game this weekend, uh, from what I remember, anyways, uh, and I, I would like to apologize formally to Dallas for celebrating my birthday on his birthday. That wasn't my idea. That was my wife's idea. Uh, it was very well executed. I did not see that coming. We went to shenanigans. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to go for the game, whatever. And she pulled off all sorts of tomfoolery to slow me down from being there earlier than I than, than uh, she had the party set up for. And it was well set up. Ben got me the biggest Moscow mule I've ever seen in my life. It was the size of my <laughs> head. It was phenomenal. Was that um, like two liters? It was 128, 128 ounces. ounces. So that's a full gallon. Yeah. Yeah, we'll full call it a gallon. gallon. I mean, 128 ounces. Is a sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was a whole gallon Moscow mule, and it was awesome. Yeah, I couldn't phenomenal. make it, man. I was busy taking the Podfather the, down to Cedar Falls. So, if no, that's all right. If that does sound like something you're interested in, they have it at Shenanigans. It's called the Monster yes. Mule, and it was very reasonably priced. I think it was like thirty-five-ish dollars. So, yeah. Uh, it was... How canned does a monster mule make a Brendan? <laughs> Pretty canned. Yeah, the shots didn't help him either. He took too <laughs> many of those. I didn't buy. I, you know, I didn't go out looking for that either. Just I sat <laughs> down. And Shenanigans gives you a shot. Apparently, people sing you happy birthday because yeah, I got a shot of Rumpelman slapped in front of me before I even was adjusted to my surroundings and everybody who came so that was that was fun it was a good time though shenanigans is a great place to watch a game it was an awesome place there was a ton of i mean it was packed with sdsu fans Mm -hmm. um and they had the they had a whole setup they had like speakers in there and they had all the game on like every other tv i mean Mm -hmm. that was actually my first uh watch party and it was it was a good time um so i highly recommend it at shenanigans um <laughs> did you get a chance to drink any of those beers i got you i haven't i haven't or, yet no I've the been, milk stouts all right i haven't gotten to there. try any of them i was gonna bring one in for the pod here you know mm-hmm. on, on thursday but then i forgot about it tonight yeah that's all right uh jabari thoughts on the conference usa media deal i have no idea yeah um yeah here here's the deal i'm gonna put this out there uh you know normally this isn't our shtick now jabari you want us to really get into the weeds on this stuff next week um we'll have our we're gonna be on buy it should be back to back buys so we're gonna be able to get all sorts into the weeds on this stuff it's gonna be the perfect weeks to do it um conference usa just got a media deal finished um it's between cbs and espn um there's most reports are saying 750,000 per school is what it's going to come out to be for conference usa um and that sucks to be honest with you i mean i would i would actually be shocked if we got less than that from midco or at least not similar from midco as of right now so there's nothing to be gained for a school like a north dakota or south dakota state i mean north dakota gets state gets one or two million dollars from their local media deal um there are some reports of 1.2 million per school. Well, even if it is that much for it's less than half a million more than what our BD deal probably currently is. It's not a great deal. It doesn't make up any of the costs of going to FBS. So 
from where I'm sitting, that's not great. And and here's my other thing um, that I'm going to bring up because we were watching the if if you can, you know, I'm sure a lot of people are watching right now. Our men's basketball team play Boise State in the Mountain West. Like that sucks. They're not on ESPN Plus. They're on Stadium. Do you have Stadium? I don't have Stadium. I had to, I downloaded the app and it didn't even show that I had the op- opportunity to watch it or even put in my TV provider. You've got to go to the Mountain West website like it's 1998 and watch on their web browser to be able to watch the game, which, yeah, you can do with a smart TV now. But there's a lot of ways, even I don't care, 1.2 million, 800,000, 750,000, whatever. It, it's not enough. It's really not. And honestly, from an ease of watching standpoint it's cheaper and easier to watch fcs schools right now than it is the majority of g5 schools it just is because in order to watch any of those schools as a fan just from a sole fan experience you've got to have a tv subscription you just do and that's minimum 65 bucks a month right or i can pay seven dollars a month and have espn plus and i get to watch every school in the fcs except for the caa because they're bad people and nobody likes them so that's my little tangent on that as far as that goes. Can we talk about SDSU football now? Yes. I I didn't bring it up, man. <laughs> I just worked here. <laughs> All right. I thought Let's... it made sense before we got into it, you know? Yeah, well, it's no, not, it's fair. Un... I it's didn't not, un... not unusual that we wait 10 minutes before we actually talk about SDSU football. So, uh, yes, um, we're doing a whack off. We're doing a jack off whack off. You have to read um, the comment before Sunday. you say that. People, <laughs> no, people no, listening no. to this, it's going to be great on really confused. Yes, yes, we're going to whack off. We're going to do a whack off, jack off. Dustin, our uh. Our buddy from the Wax on uh, podcast said when we do the B team whack off next week, was... we can crap on this. And he also is a Stephen F. Austin fan. So it's the whack off jack off because they're the jacks too. Um, but uh, it's going to be on Sunday. I'm um, actually hopping on the pod with those guys and they're going to do a live one. So it should be fun. And yeah, we'll, we'll crap all over it down there. That'll be a good time. So be sure to tune in. I'm sure that'll be on the FCS fans nation YouTube. If you've got free time on Sunday. Um, as far as the you and I game, uh, I guess I don't know about you guys. My thoughts, you know, I was pretty tuned up during that game. <laughs> so. Did you did you rewatch it? No. Oh, so you're <laughs> like just I I am remembering for a while. Then. I'm remembering a drunken blur, but here's my thoughts on it. Um, Nobody goes undefeated through the FCS without having a game that's tight or a couple of games that are tight, especially with a conference foe like you and I. Um, the timing is what it is because it's towards the end of the season and you know recency biases and all that stupid stuff. But I will say, um, in the end, in the past, that is a team that is a game that we would have dropped on the road with the way that was going and things like that. This team has. Just something different about it. Um, a lot of it comes down to leadership on the team. These seniors, you know, Reese and Caleb and then Mark and the Yankees and all that stuff. All these guys, Zach Hines, um, 
you know, every, every one of them. There's these guys are locked in at a different level. Um, to come back in an in an environment like that, where momentum's going against you, to, and to take it back and win anyways, that's a huge W. And that's my takeaway on it. I, I don't think you should be that we should be as fans overly critical of that game. We still haven't lost, and it's fine to say, "Hey, we can do this, this, and this better," and that's true. But we know we can do better, so this isn't a trend of, "Oh, I hope we start to play better." We know we're better. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, like Chris Howard says, Jacks have grit. Um, they do. I mean, they whether it's down early in a game and they got to come back, or if they're up and have to hang on and need to, um, you know, grind out a game. It seems like they they can do it, um, and they they just bring it bring it every game, and it's really fun to watch. Honestly, it's uh, you know it's we keep hearing about this SDSU letdown game and and. And uh, Gronowski's even brought it up how like they they're sick of hearing it and they're not going to let it happen. And I think there's something to that. You know, I think they're they're uh, they're serious about not having a letdown. And and like you said, I mean, that's a game that you know norm we we would have sometimes lost. Um, so yeah, it was uh it was good to see. And and considering we didn't play particularly well, I mean, honestly. Uh, yeah, you know, I Ray mean, Gronowski pointed out that you know those those two penalties were, you know, the receiver and the quarterback weren't on the same page, and that's why the ball yeah. went to the totally wrong spot and why miscommunication. We got, yeah, right, completely miscommunicating. Yeah, those which were is strange late in the year. Right, so. those were those were huge penalties too. I mean, they yeah. were mm-hmm. drive killing penalties, so we got to clean that up. Um, but. Uh, they, we actually, I mean, I went back and rewatched it and we, we had 28 points with 11 minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah. Right. We didn't score again until the game winning field goal. And so, right. yes, we had a good first half um, and a good start to the third quarter. Um, and then we just kind of stalled after that. Um, mm-hmm. I think we kind of fell in love with the pass. Um, you mentioned it going into the game uh, the kind of getting caught in a, a shootout type thing. And yep. I think we kind of got caught in that. I think we got kind of th- thinking that, okay, they're moving the ball against us. They're scoring some points. So we need to put points on the board too. Um, and we started to abandon the run a little bit, which shortened our drives. We had some three and outs and then our defense started to get tired. Um, and you saw you and I climb back into the game. Um, <laughs> Jesse <laughs> asks if we can, can we blame Gronowski's mishaps on the mustache being gone? That's possible. Uh, I I vote that he brings it back just in case. Um, it might take a while to grow it back. Right? <laughs> that's that's a good thing. We'll have I mean technically three weeks from end of game to start a game in the playoffs. That's true. Um, but that's something we should uh, work on right now. Right. And speaking of right now, this is the UNI recap brought to you by Dakota Iron Equipment Sioux Falls. Um, on the west side of Sioux Falls, they're available to help you with all your heavy equipment needs that you may have. Um, they've obviously, we know they've sold a bunch of equipment to the companies that do work at, at SDSU on a lot of the building projects. Um, anything you may need, get a hold of those guys or go, I believe it's dakotairon.com um, or just Google Dakota Iron, pull them up, give those guys a call and uh, let John help you find what you need. But 
Um, the, the, here's the biggest thing. And I don't know if it's been brought up yet. We take care of business this weekend after taking care of business last weekend, that will have been the last road game. We will have to play until Frisco the end. Oh, huh? Uh-huh. Just let that roll about. That Just will be thinking. Let, let that sink in baby. Cause that was awesome. You know, it's really awesome. If you think about it, that is from what the first weekend, first weekend of December until the first weekend of January without having to leave Brookings. How huge is that? Of November, first weekend of November. Yeah, until the first weekend of January for the championship game. If we were to make it that far, yeah, we would not have to leave Brookings. That is huge. It cannot be understated. That is a big deal. Um, and honestly, like. Yeah, I get it. During the game, people were frustrated, all that happy jazz. But um, at the beginning of the season, we talked about how tough these road games were going to be. And let's not kid ourselves. You and I is a really dumb penalty away from possibly winning that game. And if they win that game, you and I is being talked about in a whole different light. Oh, yeah. That's kind of the reality of the situation sometimes when you play a, a solid team like you and I, who is on the bubble for the playoffs, that when you beat them, they're going to look worse because now they're not a playoff team. But if you lose to them, here's Chad. Just he, he you got to rub it in that you get deliveries like that. What I didn't even ask that? for it this time. You noticed? Just, wow. I only, I oh only came on God. screen to say if we have playoffs in Brookings until Frisco. People need to show up. That's the only reason I came on screen. Yeah. You came on screen so that people could see you getting your drink <laughs> I had, delivered again. I had again. no idea that's my a, wife was bringing me a drink. A bullshit. Yeah, whatever. He, what that is. <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. You can ask Sam. He, go ahead. He's going to whisper through the door. Chad, I'm, I'm going to give it to you now. Go on screen. <laughs> he's got a button that he hits. Do you know how long I was sitting there that, before I came on screen? Time it. He's got one of the studio lights above his door in that room. Hey, man, <laughs> he I just drink, flickers drink, it when it's drink, time to come drink, drink. I don't blame you, man. That's something to flex about. I would, yeah. you, you can flex all you want on that. Uh, we all legit. know my wife's way cooler than me. So, yep. <laughs> but anyway, we need people to show up to the games. That's right. what I wanted to say. Agreed. Nice. Both playoffs and this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's going to be chilly, but I don't care. Just wear warm clothes and come have fun. Mm-hmm. They're right. always fun. And Before we move on from this game, yes, because we can talk about the next game in the playoffs. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We have to finish the UNI recap presented by Dakota Iron Equipment. That's right. Um, there is yeah. one thing to address. Um, Why so address the uh, third and long. I think it was third and twenty-three. Um, you said to me that. If you and I gets a first down off of this, you're gonna you're gonna kill a puppy. Have you have you killed that puppy yet? That's such or do a we Brendan need to, thing to say? Or do we need to address that? <laughs> because they did convert. They not on third down. They converted on fourth down, but they did Here, convert. Here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever heard of the um uh, uh the the Crown Royal postulate. Crown Royal postulate states that if I don't remember it, it didn't happen. So that sounds like made up tomfoolery from you. I would, I would, I would never do such a thing. 
All right. But anyway, so that that one hurt. It was like third and 23 after they got a penalty and we let we let them yeah. convert. But what I would like to do is compliment Theo Day. Uh, that dude's got some arm talent. Like he can spin it slings the ball and almost too hard at times. Like there was times where his receivers are open and he threw it too hard and mm-hmm. it went like past their hands before they could catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and that was the difficulty for our defense is we, we do like, we tend to give receivers a little bit of a cushion. Um, but with, with Theo Day's arm, he was able to throw it hard enough that, the ball got to the receiver before our defender could react. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that made it really difficult to defend. Um, So credit to him. Um, As far as the defense goes for good things, uh, great job on the interceptions, continued that streak. Um, They were both really good tip drill plays um, Mm -hmm. where they had to make awesome kind of reactions to a tip ball. Um, Those were good to see. Um, it was interesting. They mentioned on the 18 pod, but our safeties were playing really shallow. I don't know what that was, but um, mm-hmm. we struggled with the deep routes because we didn't have any safeties back there. So not sure what that was. And then it just seemed like we just got gassed on defense um, in the second half when the offense couldn't sustain drives. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And like Darren said, I mean, it, we did get pressure on day. I mean, we did, we got five sacks on him and uh, you know, it, uh, he, he did what he could to keep him in that game and he almost led him to victory because he's, and I, I will say you mentioned about, you know, if, if you and I beats us or talked about in a different light, I will guarantee you that you and I is the best team that won't make the playoffs. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would be on board with that hundred percent. And, and you know, the, the, the big sky lovers, I get it, whatever. Just, just because the Valley's down doesn't make it the Ohio Valley Conference. All right. right. Yeah, Ron's laughing. But here, Ron, here's a funny one for you. Do you have anything that would prove that Montana's any better than you and I based off of who they've beaten and who they've lost to? Outside of maybe outside of Illinois State, you and I doesn't have a bad loss. They lost Sac State like Montana did. I, I don't feel confident if you send Montana into the, into the Laris Center that they walk out with a win. I think they probably do, but I – I don't feel confident in that. They haven't done anything to show me that they would, because if they were doing something to show they would, they would have maybe won that game against Sac or won one of the other ranked games, not dropped one to Idaho. So some of that's overblown a little bit, but I I agree. Um, the, The reality is, is when it gets into those discussions, you have teams from other conferences and fans from other conferences and, and on our side of the fence too, who don't understand the, context of situations like the context that we all know as south dakota state fans when you play you and i it's going to be a nightmare for us because we always play them with their backs against the wall in the playoffs we are five and five well now six and five with them over our last 10 11 games and it's inarguable that we've had more success and had better teams than them Mm-hmm. throughout that time just based off of playoff success runs things like that and yet we're six and five against them there are just teams that play other sometimes better teams really well and really tough you know and you know ron with all your laughing 
do you want to talk about what happened at Northern Arizona or can we accept the fact that sometimes there's certain teams and conferences that are considered bad outside of the outside of your conference but play other teams very tough or are we just going to pretend that you didn't need a miracle play to beat Northern Arizona it's like <laughs> so I don't know. You got to pick a team here, buddy. That's the tough thing about this. It's just when when people do comparative scores, um, and that and and for the record, we'll we'll get into the seating talk and things like that, or we can right now. I don't care. Next week, but next week we'll get into it. My short statement is: we've said on here, we've been saying on here for weeks now, right? What at least five six weeks that if Sac State wins out, they're probably going to get the number one seed. The number one seed is strictly off of your resume. And that's all it's off of. That's all the committee looks at. They're not going to look at it because you can't have, it's hard to have an intelligent um, discussion where you can have legitimate back and forth if you don't go off a resume and just go, well, my team would cream this team. Well, okay, USD could say that about SDSU. It didn't work out that way, you know? So resume wise if they went out they'll just have more ranked wins we won't we won't have had the same opportunities they got lucky that they played colorado state instead of playing washington for their out of state uh, their fbs game that's the thing that's going to put them over the top does is colorado state better than iowa no they're not but sometimes that's the way it goes you get bad luck when it comes to those sort of things it is what it is don't sweat it don't get too excited about it as a Jax fan. Personally, right. I love it. I hope it happens because it's going to piss the team off like something fierce. Because mm-hmm. however mad you think you are as a fan and invested you think you are as a fan and how personally you think you think take things as a fan, the players are putting in infinitely more work, are infinitely more invested, and are going to see that and take it a whole different way than you think you're taking it and it's going to be probably a good thing in the end right that's my tirade my tirade for the day right um before we get on from this game last thing i want to say about the offense uh isaiah davis still a monster he had over 100 yards yankees are so good we should appreciate every down we get to watch them um especially Jaden on special teams has been killing it um, but they're just, they just have that attitude about them. They, they will not go down easy and they are just so fun to watch. They make five yard or they make like two yard losses into 15 yard gains. And it, it's not like, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're really good athletes, but they're not like world beating athletes. They've just right. got that like mindset. Like you're not going to take me down easily. And it's just so fun to watch them play. Um, Got that so, dog in them. Yeah. I think they're better athletes than they get credit for just because oh, for sure. they're those yeah. guys who they move so not smooth all the time that they don't look fast. They just are. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, lastly, it was good to see Landon Wolf flashing again. I yes. think we'll continue to see him integrated in the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's got some things to offer this team. Um, and it was cool seeing like how excited I think it was Mason McCormick was when Wolf had his catch, McCormick yeah. was like pumped up for him. So, um, yeah, it'll be cool to watch that the rest of the season. Um, then obviously we got to address the last play of the game. Um, obviously it isn't great that Dustman missed the first one. Um, it was awesome to see him come back and make the second one. Um, 
any UNI fan that is arguing about the leaping call is an idiot because it was clear leaping. Um, so it wasn't yeah, just that it was that. leaping because, like, I get the argument like leaping never gets called. Well, yeah, but that's because their safety isn't supermanning across over the long snapper's head into the backfield. Like, the, the more you see it, the more egregious it gets. And it's fine. But anyways, if you guys look in Ben's chair, he's got the white rabbit helmet, which is cool. Um, but anyways, uh, it, it, the most important, impressive thing to me when it comes to that, that kicking and dustman with missing that first one was the wherewithal mentally to come back and hit the one after it, after the penalty to come back and hit that field goal. That's a huge thing is kicking so mental. It, 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 anybody's been golfing you should be able to and and tried to golf you should understand how hard it can be and is or if you play baseball for that matter should understand how hard a position as that mental is to handle um so for him to have that happen and then come back and drill the game winner was phenomenal so anyways so you feel better did you uh you, what do you got going on there, buddy? What What is Dustin's question? Dustin asked, I've been waiting to ask this, but does Ben have a boardroom in his house? Well, because you have two chairs that looks like half of a boardroom yeah, table. Yeah, it does look like half of a boardroom. That's his, like, theater setup. Oh, no, yeah. Like, I yeah, have... It, uh, looks like, it looks like you're at a conference table where, like, the, yeah. the, the vice president of my electric co-op is going to show up and you're going to tell him what he's going to do. No, they're theater chairs. Yeah, they're theater chairs. But that I, I get what he's saying. That it, it's it not a look like it. <laughs> it looks like a conference room. Hey man, <laughs> these are way more comfortable than conference room chairs. I don't care what you say. Uh, no, I had to. Uh, I'm trying to get the game, the basketball game, up on my. Um, yeah, there it goes. Oh, I'm glad we got your full attention. Well, uh, it's. <laughs> SDSU basketball, man. They're playing boy. They're beating Boise State right now. I need to make sure they stay ahead. What's the it's score? A, uh, can't tell right now because they're not it's, showing the score. It's the Their worst score bug on the horrible. planet. Yeah. The score bug is horrible. The, the you're, I'm telling you, your shot clock. You're gonna think it's how many points Boise State has. Jim but, Poppins got us. Uh, 55-51. There you go. Jim Poppin, left pedal, bud. That a boy. I love it. Yeah. So, <laughs> for a coup de garage. All right, so I think we can move on from the UNI game. Yes, um, probably. Probably, yeah. I think we about. I think we about got it. We talked a lot. So, didn't cover a lot. Yes, we did. We covered a lot. Anyway, um, what is Ron Lowney talking about now? Nobody knows. Oh, so your your conference room. Oh, okay. investors, possibly you. Um. I'm on a boat. <laughs> All right. Chad, do you have the top 25 and or Missouri Valley standings? Because that's what we're quit. Or should we – let's look. Actually, I didn't have time to uh, – um, Fill out the outline you don't send us? Yeah, I didn't have time to recap the picks, and so we'll probably just skip those. Like, I don't no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I know what you're doing here. Uh, this is bullshit. Uh, you know uh, what the kips are. Kips, the picks are because you told me no, I lost fortunate of a weekend you had. Oh, yeah, you lost them. Yeah, I'm sure. 
They're, they're in God's hands now. We'll never know. If All only right. they were on the internet somewhere where we could look them up. Let's, uh, We'll go over those quick. Um, yeah. I did not do well. I Seems went one and check out. I, I went one and four. Um, Brandon went four and one. So Paid these nuts. Yep. Uh, <laughs> NDSU was the only pick I got right. They won 56 17 over Western Illinois. Uh, UND whooped up on Indiana State 42 to seven. Not sure why I had faith in Indiana State. Um, we both did though. So we got that going for us. Yeah. Um, that's the only one you got wrong. Uh, USD, uh, beat Missouri state who can't decide if they're good or bad. Um, USD won 20 to 13 and covered Youngstown state won 19 to 17 over Illinois state. And obviously SDSU won 31 to 28 did not cover, um, there. So that's the pick recap. Not good for me. Uh, Chad has the Missouri Valley standings up on the screen. SDSU alone at the top, 7-0 in the conference. Um, locked up that conference championship. Well, it's and, been a solo one now, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody knows that even if, yeah, even if we would lose and NDSU wins and it's a tie at the conference, we beat them head-to-head. But, yeah, it's it'd be nice just to, Go eight zero in the conference. I wonder, have we done that? We haven't done that. No, Mm-mm. clearly we haven't done that. No, um, no. That will I be mean, the first um, time we run through the Valley Eight. No, um, I'm 100 percent sure it'll also be our first ever FCS undefeated undefeated against the FCS season that we'll yeah. ever had. True. A um, lot of lot of firsts. It'll be, I'm sure the probably the most consecutive wins in a row by the program as well. Yeah. I think we, uh, I think we tied it with the UNI game. So yeah. Right. The consecutive uh, go back to the Missouri Valley standings there for a second, Chad, if you could. Um, so then after SDSU and NDSU, we've got UND, Youngstown state, Southern Illinois, all at four and two, Northern Iowa, at four and three, Illinois state, three and three, and then you got USD, Missouri State, and then Indiana State and Western Illinois at the bottom. Um, the interesting part is when you look at these teams, um, there are only, well, I guess there are four that technically could get win to seven wins, right? Uh, uh, are you including are four you outside of us? Out, yeah, outside of SDSU and NDSU, who are yeah. obviously in the playoffs. Um well, NDSU, if they lose their last two games, could be in trouble. But I doubt that's going to happen. There's a four. There is a way that we could have four at outside of South Dakota State over seven at at or above seven wins. Right, but that so, would need uh, Youngstown State needs to lose to Southern Illinois, and Southern Illinois needs to beat NDSU. Right, so. The, it'll be interesting to finish out the Valley season here to see just how many teams finish with at least seven wins and to see how many make the playoffs. Um, there's a real possibility that only three get in. I think there'll be at least three. Um, I think there's a small possibility that four get in. Um, it'll be I hope it's three. I, I really hope it's three. I genuinely hope and pray that it's three. Um, because 
if you look at if you ever look at the playoff brackets, I, I don't know why everybody wants the Missouri Valley to get five. Why do you want five Valley teams in? You want Southern Illinois coming up here in the playoffs? You want to see Northern Iowa again in the playoffs? Doesn't that just make you feel good when you pop a bracket open and it goes, oh, Northern Iowa, first game of the playoffs. <laughs> no Jackrabbits fans like, awesome, that's going to be easy. I want that game. Like Nobody's ever said that. Why, why do we have fans pissed off? Like, we need four or five teams for Valley respect. I want two. I want, I only want one. I'd prefer it was just us. That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. Don't, that'd be the best bracket ever. And you would all be joyous. If you, if any of you have looked at the playoff brackets that have been getting projected and things like that, that only have three, tell me how many of them you've seen where you're like, I don't like that. I don't like the way that one lays out for us. It, 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 it doesn't exist yet. So I don't, I, I'm hoping for three. I really would like two, but I don't see how that happens. Honestly, the bubble is huge this year. I've, I I don't remember it being this big and it'll whittle itself down, but there's still going to be 30 plus teams with seven wins this year. Right. Uh, Jesse asked, does UND have to be at NDSU to get in? I don't think so. No, um, they'll they be. Didn't. They'll likely, if they beat USD this week, um, yep. they'll be at seven wins, and I think they'll get in with that resume. Um, it's not an amazing resume by any means, but mm-hmm. um, a seven-win Valley team is usually in. Um, so that's that's my take anyway. Um, yep. Despite yeah. what certain folks might want you to believe, a seven-win Valley team, unless it's Youngstown State. Youngstown State might not because they have, like, no wins unless they beat Southern Illinois. But um, neither does UND if you look at it. Yeah, yeah, they don't. There's a lot of teams out there <laughs> that appear to have no and, – and this is nationwide. Right, that's that, the thing. That'll like, be they're at not... seven wins, but they won't have any wins. It's like, oh, that's top 25 win. Oh, that's top 25 win. Mm-hmm. It's a weird year because it seems mm-hmm. like across the country – there hasn't been many teams dropping a stinker. That's what usually happens. Somebody gets tripped up by somebody in the bottom of their conference. It just hasn't happened. So um, UND just has to beat USD. Um, Illinois, Southern I, Illinois has to beat Youngstown and NDSU. Yeah, Dustin says seven wins isn't enough to get you in anymore. you got to have the resume. I agree with that, but not when every there's two, a bunch of seven-win teams that don't have a resume. Right. Then what? (laughs) Right. That's the weird thing. I don't. I think it'll depend. You know, if if you've got Youngstown State at seven wins and then UND at seven wins, um, maybe they leave one of those home. I could see that. I have a hard time see them seeing them devaluing the valley to the point where seven wins doesn't get at least one team in from the valley. Yeah. That'll be weird though, because Youngstown State lost to UND. Yep. But for some reason, it feels like Youngstown State would have a better resume at seven wins than UND would. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Possibly, be, possibly because they'd be beating um, Southern Illinois, who did beat UND, which is a circle of suck there, a little vortex <laughs> of suck between. Yeah. Them. So um, let's uh, let's move on from all this playoff talk. We have right. all next week. Like we're 
this is all we're going to do next week is talk about playoff next week scenarios. and the week after. So <laughs> we can break down well, yeah. playoff scenarios and then the week after break down who made the bracket, who didn't make the bracket, that yeah. stuff. I mean, this is going to be really fun two weeks. I'm actually super excited for those two weeks worth of podcasts and Saturdays because it's going to be awesome. Yep. We're going to be able to sit back as long as we take care of business, not sweat a damn thing, and just soak in all these other games that are going to be nuts that are all going to be important. Yep. So to answer a couple of the questions, Jordan, will get to yours in the future podcast. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll be doing Mega Tent this weekend. And Jim, it'll be great to have you over at book club. So <laughs> well, thanks. On. Thanks. I do. It is a sick sweater. Ben has a, has a matching one. Yep. We and held so hands do I, and I almost wore in the eyes. Yeah, you did too. That's right. We all held hands and stared into each other's eyes as we tried them on. I was this <laughs> close too. This close. Instead, I went with my, uh, I don't know if you can read that. My no. wife has one. They've got a new one out this year that I might pick up. I think Shields had it, so nice. Might have to swing by and pick that up. All right, my Chad. Shields boycott. Chad, you want to throw the top twenty-five on? Yeah, sure. Uh, so the top twenty-five, the FCS Fans Nation top twenty-five, Sacramento State at number one, STSU two, Montana State three, NDSU four, Weber State five, and then we got Holy Cross, Incarnate Word, Samford. William and Mary and Idaho in the top 10 and the rest of it uh, for Valley teams. Anyway, UND is up to number 19 and that's it. Um, that's the only Valley teams we got in the top 25 there. Um, so yeah, it'll be really interesting. Um, talk next week about all the cases. a lot more clear um, as we'll only have one. one Game. Uh, is he, is if, he having is a hard time him? with you too, Chad? Do no, you think it's, it, yeah, it's, do, it's, okay. it's Ben, not me. Ben's do having a hard time. He, like, he got hit by a slow motion machine. Maybe, maybe, maybe let's mute him oh, for a now second. he's frozen. I, we're we're going to, you know, Ben, you're in timeout. We love you, bud. Um, but uh, <laughs> when, when the t- I, I honestly couldn't even hear what he was saying. He's still in slow motion on the bottom of our screen. Yeah. He's got this big slow motion <laughs> shit grin on his face, and it's the best. So he can and hear he's us. Kicking back in slow motion, but man. it's in slow motion. It's too bad your internet isn't as reliable as your, you know, public u- utility for your electric. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, uh, when, when this came out, um, and and when BMAC came out, and um, you know Sam Herder came out, and they all said, "Hey, Sac State's probably gonna be number one for seeds." Yada yada yada. Caused all sort all that caused all sorts of turmoil on Twitter and everything else. Are you back, Ben? Are you up to speed? I think so. Yay! Yeah, there he is. That's why I put them back up. So what um, I was did you say what I was trying to say about the FCS Fans Nation bracket episode? I couldn't understand. (laughs) I could not understand what you were saying. I didn't even know it was about the FCS Fans Nation uh, bracket episode. Yeah, you said this is a good uh and then that was yeah, it was so bad we couldn't hear anything. So you're on thought, bud. 
I'm, well, I'm Ben's a, back in the first. In the, oh you're good. Yeah, you're good, man. And then you wait to talk. You just sit there and. What this I don't know if I'm good Jesus or not. It's, it's, a, it's struggle bus over you're here. Good. You're good. Get your life together. <laughs> All right. And anyway, you know, if you log in with the Streamyard let's login, go then we to... could have. So, did you want to talk about that the FCS Fans Nation bracket episode? That's all I wanted to say. It's just watch it. It's it'll be on. Oh, it'll yeah. be posted. They're they're going to answer a ton of the questions that you guys have for us, and uh, if they don't, we'll make up answers that sound good uh, the the following week on Wednesday. So, <laughs> yeah. but um, like I was saying about uh, uh, when the bracket came out, there was a whole shitstorm on Twitter. Um, from our fans, from other fans. I don't know what Weber State fans' problem is. Like, this is, I don't have an issue with people saying, hey, Sac State should be um, the top seed because of their resume, whatever, based off of the committee's um, standards and what they what they count for the resume. I get it. It makes, it makes sense. I do. It's just when people start getting disrespectful about it, you got people going, oh, Sac State would score more than three points against Iowa in the shitty manner like your offense sucks. Eh, does it? It's averaging like 36 points a game or something. Like let's calm down um, with that game included. So that's where I started to take issue with it. You know, when BMAC says clearly – there's argument there. I don't think it's clearly, I don't think it's way out of line. I don't think it's out of line that Sac State gets one seed or anything like that. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just annoying. (laughs) It really is. I'm more than happy having the two seed. Everybody gets the home field advantage all the way through. So that's my, that's all I got on the rankings. (laughs) Oh, Jim, coming from the top rope, if uh, Ben would have stopped that Drake's, your internet would work properly. I'm just saying, two out of three of us have had have eight at Drake's place and brought Drake's place home and ate. And those two people don't have internet problems. Coincidence? I think not. Yeah, it might not be. I do like Jordan <laughs> Fink's comment. Weaver State should be mad about literally one thing. They're long snapping. Uh, yeah, they got they got long snapping problems. Yeah. Um like Jim with the update here on the basketball game. Jack's up 64-63 with 3.30 to go. Let's go, Jacks. Of course, it's a one point game. Why wouldn't it be? Right. Uh oh I mean Boise State's a quality opponent, and we were six and a half point underdogs. So um, yeah, we were up by 10. Or more a little while. Yeah, while that was ago. early. This is the first game. It took them a bit to get going. It's a good game now, though. Um, don't make that. Damn it. All right. Uh, let's go to this week's picks. Um, so we're not winning now, Ben? We're not winning now. We're down by two. All right. Um, as I was saying, let's go to this week's picks. Uh, we have the toilet bowl of the Missouri Valley this year. Um, which is exciting when that comes around. Uh, Indiana State goes to Western Illinois. Uh, those teams are both over in the conference. Um, Toilet it's kind of yeah, it's kind of hard to tell which one is going to show up because they've been up and down all year. Um, Indiana State is a two and a half point favorite at Western Illinois. 
I have no idea what to do here. Indiana State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite at Western Illinois. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, the thing I like the most about this game is it made it um, – uh, it's going to be one of the Sickos Committee game of the week. And if you don't follow the Sickos Committee on Twitter, they're pretty hilarious. They're a group that basically tracks teams – tracks games between either two awful programs or just the wacky stuff that happens in college football, like like – Maction, they were talking, they were hardcore into this game. Kent State kicked off and recovered the kick they kicked off because of a muffed kick and all the goofy shit that happens. Their favorite team all year has been Iowa because of their offense. It's like a whole shtick. You should, they're, they're a fun follow. And basically, if you were getting brought up for a sickos game of the week, it's probably not a good thing. Uh, and so I'm really kind of tickled pink that they made it onto that. Um, so that's funny. Uh, I guess I'll. I guess I trust the trees. I, I don't trust. That's all. The trees have won a game, and Western Illinois has not. Therefore, I'm going to go with the trees for no better reason than I don't know. Actually, God, their quarterback got hurt. They were they were doing all right against UND, and then their quarterback got hurt. And mm. oh, I don't know what his status is. That sucks. I'm going to take Western Illinois because I'm going to assume that he's still banged up. I think that actually was lingering from our game. Probably. Um, I'm going to take Indiana State just because I need to make up some ground. I'll have confidence in them. How many picks um, back are you? What's, uh, what's our total? Four. four uh, 30, I'm 30 and 34. You're 34 and 30. Over 500 having to pick every game. I feel damn good about that. Yeah, that's really, that's a really good record. Good about that. Yeah, that's a good record. Um, Dustin says pick Giant Meteor. Uh, that would be the, uh, <laughs> and Chad also said Giant Meteor for the win. Would probably um, be better for the conference. But I love how <laughs> Chad, he puts, still, he's like, he puts what? up his own comment. He's like, hey, I said it too, man. <laughs> I had put I love, mine up earlier before love, Dustin said it. I, know. I love that you have a picture from 2012. As that is good. Picture on there. So I mean, my mustache is pretty killer, isn't it? They won't commit. They they won't connect it unless they know for sure. Yeah, the mustache is pretty <laughs> rad. It is. It is. It's impressive. It was mustache March. I so. can tell. It's a very tiny picture on my it, screens. I just found Speaking it funny. Throwbacks. Like, I could tell, like you click that, <laughs> you click that so hard. Like, hey man, I said it first. <laughs> I uh, I didn't really click any harder than normal, but uh, you go there, man. <laughs> it will be a garage time game. I, yeah, I assume uh, Western. Yeah. Yep, I think that's fair. Indiana State and Western, that is the garage time game of the week. Oh, Ben's still having internet problems because he's watching the game. <laughs> that's what it is. You turn the game on and your internet. Well, yeah, sucks. of course. That's why. Oh, why didn't I? He can't, he can't use the hub, watch a game, and stream at the same right. time. Hubba hubba. Uh, oh, God. Now I got to. <laughs> 
Jesus. Maybe that's why my internet's not good. I just got a security alert from my... <laughs> uh, it says, please restart. Oh, God. Oh, uh, I'm sure nothing's going to go sideways at the end of this. Um, right. It's What's the next Jim game? Jim says it's a tie game, 66-66 with 39.6 seconds left. Um, all right. You, you next quick game. say what the next game is. I'll talk about it because I know you're not going to pay attention. And, uh, and then when I'm done picking and the game's over, you can come back. How about that? Okay. Uh, USD at off screen. USD at UND. Uh, the battle of the little brothers. Um, the I'm, uh, bowl. Yeah. Uh, uh, little little brother bowl. We could just call it that. Um, Fine. UND like is. What the. Who's gonna fly to their house this time of year? Oh my god! This is the worst radio ever. Anyone that lives by cows, but he's swatting like he's trying to knock his nose (laughs) off his face. Anyway, uh, UND is a six-point favorite. Okay, Um, you know uh, Bauman's been okay. Hasn't been great, like his. His numbers against Missouri State weren't anything to write home about. I mean, 21 points for USD's offense in the Dome against that Missouri State defense does not bode well uh, going into the Alaris Center against a UND team that is fighting for their playoff lives. Um, You could argue maybe they're peeking ahead to the NDSU game. Oh, what just happened? I got the now. Now death. Brendan's. I know the yips. Look, <laughs> Jesus, listen. man. All right, let me close that browser. Your wife is streaming too many Hallmark movies. I'll put the lotion back. Um, but <laughs> it is still sitting in the corner, isn't it? It's it's funny that me with the worst <laughs> internet on the oldest computer is not having problems. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, I don't know. I guess that's why I get paid for paying for gig internet. Um, so I am going to, long story short, take the fighting postal service to do that. Same here. Do that. Uh, yeah, UND will win that game easily, in my opinion. I think they'll want to make a statement uh, because they know that they have to play NDSU the last game of the year, and they're probably not going to win that one. So uh, they'll want to make sure to make a lasting impression for the playoff committee. Um, next one, we got Youngstown state who needs to win to have a chance at the playoffs. Um, they go to Missouri state, Youngstown state's a three and a half point favorite here. I will take Youngstown state in this one as well. And hang on a second. So what we got here is there was 23 seconds left. Boise state just missed two free throws. The game is still tied. So now SDSU has the ball and it's tied. With 14 seconds left, OJ Mayo, it, not OJ, May, OJ Mayo. Zeke <laughs> That's Mayo. A, Zeke Mayo. You OJ Mayo is from USC. You are Four, Tyler Merriam. Three, sure. two. We won. Dentlinger put it in at the buzzer. Hey, let's go. There's 0. .9 seconds left. Chris Ben's our PXP, man. Let's go. Cool. That was. Uh, Arians that, had a nice that, drive. That was dished a play-by-play. Play. Dished it to Dentlinger, put it in. There's going to be I like one I hope you're not point... here for FCS football coverage because that's there's, not what this is. <laughs> there's going to be like 1.2 seconds left. They're SDSU fans. There's going to be like 1.2. Really true. Randy's not. 
Uh, well, yeah, they're getting some extra coverage tonight. Um, so they, Dustin says he wants YSU on this game. Sharply dressed lethal birds. Yeah, they're state? trying to bring it back. Who, who are you taking, Youngstown State or Missouri State? Oh, Youngstown, Youngstown State by three and a half. Uh, I yeah, that's right. Southern Illinois plays NDSU. Uh, give me the flightless birds for no reason other than Missouri State's is still in a tailspin. Agreed. Uh, NDSU goes to Southern Illinois. This um, could be an interesting game. The spread is only seven, which I Ooh. find interesting. Um, so yeah, NDSU is favored by seven at Southern Illinois. So, my heart says Southern Illinois will take this. My head says NDSU is only going to be hearing all week about how the last time they went to Southern Illinois, it was their worst loss in the last blah, 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 blah. So, I am going to go ahead and take NDSU in the theory that they're definitely going to be out to prove a point in this game. And also because I like to hedge my bets and – I would rather feel happy that Southern Illinois beat NDSU and lost this pick instead of having NDSU win and being sad that Southern Illinois didn't win and that my pick lost. So I'm going to go ahead and take NDSU on this one. Yeah, I think NDSU takes this one by more than seven. I, I'm going to say they'll win by about 14. Um Sorry, I think, 1.3 I think Southern left. Illinois is very capable of winning this game. I mean, it just I think they're capable. Southern Illinois. Do, does do the Salukis or the Sokluki's show up? If the Sokluki's show up, they win by 14. But the Sokluki's haven't what, been seen for a couple weeks. They need to get the Sokluki back. That's right. Yep. All right. They need and to then... all walk out of the tunnel onto the field. With two sock on everybody's hands. <laughs> Doing the white Goodman. <laughs> that would be the best. And Ben's frozen up again. And to answer your question, Jim Poppin, I will be doing the takedown. We need to forward this to Southern Illinois uh, Athletic Department. I need the Sokluki entrance just injected straight (laughs) into my veins. Yep. All right. And then we've got the most important game of the week, SDSU at home against Illinois State. SDSU is an absolutely ridiculous 20-and-a-half point favorite in this one. That's obscene. Yeah. Oh, I hate that line. I hate that line. Why? Because Jesus. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, Rex. Uh, so for those of you listening to the podcast, away, man. Ben is flailing at this fly like a drunk oh, man again. doing doing the nose test. For the stupid human tricks that officers make you do. Um, anyway, why do people watch this? Anyway, yeah, I don't. There's 35 of you. What is wrong with each and every one of you? <laughs> oh, wait, 1.3 seconds left. Boise State no. gets a shot up. He missed it. No foul. We're good. Game over. Okay. SDSU wins. Okay. All right. Thanks. I, I needed the minor heart palpitation there. Uh, <laughs> Dustin Helton calling for the 50 Butterburger of the week. 
Um, Ooh. There is a part of me that would not be surprised if that happened because I think uh, this team is going to see all the chirping that's been going on online about Sac State, this, blah, 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 blah. Um, and coaches know that we're going to have two weeks to rest guys up. And I could see a 50 Butterburger happening, especially because um, here's the deal. We all know this is going to be a cold game, right? As my face is just uncomfortably close to the camera. Um, we all know this is going to be a really cold game. I specifically remember an Illinois State game, I think maybe back in 08, when they came up. And you don't think of Illinois State as being like that Southern. They absolutely did not want to be on the football field. They wanted to be anywhere other than Brookings, South Dakota, because it was so cold. I never saw them leave the heaters on the sidelines. Like, they didn't even watch what was going on in the game. It was insane. Um, with this weather and their playoff hopes, if we jump on them right away, I could see this getting ugly in a hurry, where with our backs, especially Isaiah Davis, the Redbirds are not going to want anything to do with tackling that man. It's gonna. I, I, I could see it being reminiscent of that um, Pierre Strong game against USD in the cold in what 2018, 2018. Yeah. So that's something I could definitely see happening. I hate this line though. I hate that big of a line. Um, I do think Illinois State does feel like they have nothing to lose here. Um, because if they do manage to win this game, then they're right. Then they are in the uh, in the thick of the playoffs again. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points in this one. I got faith in the boys. You're taking SDSU minus twenty and a half. I am. Woo. Um, I'm feeling saucy tonight. This is what happens when you make me ha- make picks at ten o two at night. Remember when we used to record this every time at like 11 o'clock at night? <laughs> people people think we get sideways now. The the OGs of BT Mafia remember those days. Yeah, that was those are super late. And then and then that was back when we had to do like a lot of editing on our audio. Yes. <laughs> I'd be up until like 12:30 a.m. editing the stupid mm-hmm. thing. That was so dumb. That was a hoot. Anyway, um I will take Illinois State plus 20 and a half. Uh I don't see this as a game where we go 50 Butterburger on them. Um, I get what you're saying about the cold and Illinois State not want to play in it, but Illinois State's defense has played pretty good this year. Um, that, in my opinion, is their strong suit. Um, having said that, I still think SDSU wins um, somewhere in the realm of 28 to 10 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we'll get up, and I think that we'll get some guys out of the game. Uh, I kind of hope we do. Um, right. I mean, having said that, we do have two-week bye coming up. But um, I think that we saw a little bit of against UNI of, like, we're we maybe running out of gas a little bit. Um, right. At this point in the season, which has been a brutal schedule with uh, the away games that we've had, those, you know, the back-to-back uh, rivalry games we had, um, it's it's been a tough schedule. And they've done an awesome job of working their way through it, working their way through some injuries. Uh, but I th- it just, I think in that UNI game, we saw some guys get tired. Um, 
And so I'm hoping that we can put the Redbirds away early enough where we can get, um, you know, some of our key guys out of there for sure um, and make sure that uh, they're healthy and, and ready to go come, come playoff time. Yeah, I think um, this is a 605 Hogs game in Isaiah mm-hmm. Davis. In, in this cold weather, a big back like that with the Maulers, like you get bashed by them over and over and over in that cold weather. You got to be a special person to want to keep taking that delivering hits back all game before you start to crumble. And the other thing is, is our guys are going to have a little while to practice in this for a couple days, acclimate to the weather a little bit as it's changing up here. It's not going to be that cold until like Saturday down in Illinois. They're just going to be getting hit in the face with a cement truck a winter. And I, I don't think they're going to like it. I really don't. Um, a lot of times I do believe that the cold weather is overhyped, but when that's overhyped, I think it's usually in a playoff matchup, semifinal teams, things like that. Um, I got a lot of faith in the 605 Hawks to crack open some holes. They've been doing a really good job of that lately. Um, as the seasons progress, they've gotten stronger and stronger. And I, I expect McCormick and the gang to absolutely open a can this week. Yeah. Um, somebody asked if, uh, which, which quarterback Illinois still have and whether it's going to be Anikstad or not. Right. Um, A.D. Kenkel. Yeah. Well, Darren Amick also asked which quarterback will they have. Darren. Um, I don't, I don't know that we know that right now. It sounds like Anikstad was actually dressed last week, but didn't play. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think they're going to have to prepare for both uh, because it sounds like Anikstad may be healthy enough to play, but they chose to play Rittenhouse last week. Um, but he only went seven to fourteen, and uh, they lost the game. So I'm guessing we'll see Anikstad back at, back there. The coach's comment that they were saving him for springtime is really strange, though. Like, what's that mean exactly? Yeah, I don't understand well, that. That sounds like some coach speak. Well, it's not, you know, it's not like Illinois State has a history of quitting early in seasons. Touche. Shade. I like it. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I don't know, because it's not like he can redshirt this year. So, uh, Seth Meyer says he read the annex that is out. So, we may be seeing Rittenhouse this week, and that may not be a good thing for the Redbirds. No, I think it's going to be one of those deals where you know we're not going to know until the game starts. If Illinois State really doesn't want us to, you're not going to know. They're going to say he's out. They're going to say he's in, and you're going to hear about 15 different things, and then we're going to find out with whoever is under center after the opening kickoff. Yep. It doesn't make sense for him to tell us that he's going to be in. It doesn't make sense for him to tell us that he's going to be out. It does not help him. So, yep. The one thing that I don't like is that Illinois State is playing for their playoff lives. Like, yeah. like you and I was last mm-hmm. week, and you saw, I mean, like those guys did not want to lose that game. They knew okay. that they had to win that game to make the playoffs. That's where Illinois State's at. And so, as much as you know, we're 20 half point favorites, we think we're heading towards a two seed. We can't overlook these guys because they still have a chance at the playoffs if they beat us. Yep. And so they're going to give it their all, and we're going to have to be ready for that. Yeah. Well, it's just that time of year. And you know what? We're still um, number one team in the country in a lot of polls. You're going to get everybody's best shot, mm-hmm. is what it is. 
we have just as much on the line as they do, in my opinion. The opportunity to yeah. host all the way through the playoffs, um, the opportunity to have the first sole possession MVFC conference championship, the first time, first time to be able to go through the conference undefeated. Um, a lot of things that, quite honestly, if I remember us talking, I didn't really think that was going to be a possibility. Like when you looked at how the schedule laid out and everything, I did not expect eight. I did not expect undefeated against the FCS. In fact, I remember picking two losses. I think one. I think I picked two losses on the season just because of that stretch from the USD game through the NDSU game through this UNI game. You know, um, so. It's been phenomenally impressive, um, and I think this this team's going to want to finish in a big way. We also have the opportunity not to have a letdown game, so there's that. Right. I mean, this would be the letdown, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's right. All right. Well, with that, I think we've said everything we need to say. Right on. Jed. What? Go big. Go blue. Go, go Jacks. I think that's a swish, boys. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to thank our title sponsors, Drake's Place of Bottle and Cottonwood Coffee and Bistro of Brookings. We would also like to thank our other sponsors, Dakota Iron Equipment of Sioux Falls, Shenanigans Sports Bar and Grill in Sioux Falls, and Culver's of Brookings and Watertown. And as always, go Jazz!